from the hosts that brought you to Coding Westworld and Westworld the Recapables comes the Ringer Prestige TV podcast on Westworld. I'm Joanna Robinson. I'm Danny Heifetz. And I'm David Shoemaker. Welcome to Westworld Season 4 in the Prestige TV podcast feed, where we're going to break down every episode of Westworld Season 4. Every Monday, the day after the show comes out on the Prestige TV podcast feed. Wherever you get your podcasts, but get them on Spotify. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by 7-Eleven. What if I told you you could get a big snack almost anywhere for less than five bucks? Let's talk 7-Eleven's $3 big meal deal with seven rewards. Big meal deal is a big bite hot dog and a large, big gulp drink, and you won't find a better snack deal anywhere else. Here's what I put on my hot dog. Mustard. And that's it. That's it. I love a hot dog with mustard. Maybe if the chili, if I'm feeling it, if I'm feeling crazy, maybe a little chili, maybe a little nacho cheese, but I'm a hot dog and mustard guy. But if that sounds like your kind of bite, visit 7-Eleven, valid through 1725. 7-Eleven has the right to end this promotion early, plus tax, applicable on large, big gulp only. Participating U.S. stores only. See app for full terms. All rights reserved. Welcome to Food News. I'm Juliette Littman. And I'm David Jacoby. Let's put 30 minutes on the clock. Jacoby, 30 minutes. there is a viral story, pun intended, that I am really excited to talk about with you. It is about this company called Daily Harvest. Are you familiar with Daily Harvest? Of course I'm familiar with Daily Harvest. I've definitely done an ad read for Daily Harvest. Have you? Uh, no, ma'am. Okay, well... Com- competitors, you- <laughs> yes. It will not be mentioned. <laughs> yeah, they don't want to be mentioned in the same breath. So Daily Harvest has like something that you can put on top of your meals. It's like a crunchy to put on top. And it's called French lentil and leek crumbles. It comes in part of these meal kits. And they're making people incredibly ill, like super duper sick. <laughs> One guy had his gallbladder removed because no, he was they, so they sick. No, they considered it. They considered the gallbladder removal. <laughs> they did not actually go through with it. But they considered okay, I- it. I apologize. I saw that on like Instagram or Reddit, which you know all the information is always completely true there. So I just assumed it was true. But you like, for for all the sports I cover, I read like the headline and maybe the first paragraph or second. But for food news, I read the entire thing. <laughs> so these these lentils, these leek and lentil crunchies, which crumbles, which crumbles. honestly sounds awful. Like thank you. That's where I wanted to start. That's exactly where I wanted to start, Juliet. Please continue. <laughs> A leek and lentil crumble on top of my food? What's wrong with a breadcrumb? Breadcrumbs can be What does that enhance? What does that (laughs) enhance? And it's like, oh, you know what? This chicken breast is, it's it's, it's doused in sauce and that's good. But you know what would be really good? If I had leek and lentil crumbles on top. And the crumbles look gigantic too, by the way. Yeah, they're like not that small. I would prefer like a panko breadcrumb if I'm looking for some texture. I just don't understand why you would want this. But controversy ensued because Daily Harvest was aware of this 
And they didn't really do too much to at first to stop it. They did like a, a post that was like a very like soft beautiful, email. Yeah. Soft email. Yeah. A so- soft email <laughs> that like hopefully you check your promotions tab on Gmail. And then they did an Instagram <laughs> post with like a link in bio. Meanwhile, people are considering taking their gallbladders out. And like this went wild on Twitter and on Reddit. Like people got really angry about this. But here's my other thing about Daily Harvest. It's not good. Like it has no taste. I've had their product. It's not good. That's probably um, why you need the crumbles. As a potential sponsor of this podcast, I'm just going to say, I haven't had Daily Harvest. <laughs> so who knows? <laughs> I mean... Juliet, Juliet, you gotta get the bag. This is a food I, podcast. Listen, I am more committed to journalism than I am to sponsors. So here oh, I am... Way to flip it on me. Great job To let you. you know that I'm telling you what's what. And I'm just going to say a PSA from the internet. Do not eat slash buy the lentil leek crumbles. Just be very clear. If so, you'll be in the I, ER. I was I was much more concerned about just the existence of a lentil leek crumble mm. because I didn't know why I needed it. And then when I saw the pictures, I was like, it is so big that I would need like a spoon. You know what I, I mean? Know. Like you can't yeah. put a fork through a crumble. So now I need to bring a, a spoon to a fork fight, it's just a lot. <laughs> I see what you did there, man. Um, also, in case you, the listener, are wondering, yes, this has made it onto iwaspoison.com. Multiple reports. Here's one from 20 hours ago. It could have been a multitude of things, but I've been eating daily harvest. I've been eating daily harvest for a month, and then had a meal and got extremely sick. I forgot the meal I had. I can look, but started having stomach upsets five times, 15 times a day. It's really just not great. There's a, there's a lot about this on iwaspoison.com, in fact. iwaspoison.com, it's just, it's, it's, it's really the heartbeat of this podcast. <laughs> I'm so glad I learned about it. What would I have been doing otherwise? Like, I don't know. Just where, where, how would I fact check these stories, you know? Exactly. Shall we move on? I would love to. You mentioned um, a spork, and I'm really glad that you did because our next story is about sporks. KFC is introducing a new utensil for eating. It's called a finger spork. And it's a spork that you slide onto your finger almost like... I, I, how would you describe it? It's almost like you like a, a lollipop thimble? type like of thing. A, like a thimble, yeah. 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 Do you remember the thumb pops that you would put on your thumb? Not at all. Never mm, thumb ever pops were a, thing. a thumb pop. Do it's not. Kind of like a th- <laughs> I have very big thumbs. I learned that bowling. Like I you need, the, I need the bowling. I need the bowling balls with the gigantic hole for the thumb. So I don't think even the thumb pop would fit on my. Oh, thumb. interesting. I have really small hands for my height, so I I can't relate. Um, mm. that'd be that'd so, be difficult in the NFL draft. Yeah, I would be. I would be demoted. So here's the deal. This is from an article in USA Today. Using the spork is pretty straightforward. You slide one onto your index finger, then you start eating. KFC is giving away the sporks to promote their side lover's meal, which includes eight pieces of fried chicken or chicken tenders, along with a choice of three large sides and four biscuits. So you're going to get every every drop of food that you pay for, you can eat using this, this spork on your finger. Well, a couple things. Number one, I would probably go with index, but I don't like them telling me which finger to use. Mm, okay. You know? Okay. It's like, what if, what if I'm more comfortable with the ring finger? Yeah. Great question. I and also, what if you're more dexterous with your, with your ring finger? Like, what if you get a better, you're able to get more food that way? It, and it's also, there's just the, this is, there's no reason for this to exist. Like, mm-hmm. I, I never looked at a spork and said, you know what? Imagine if I could turn my finger into a spork. I mean, this I would just want to like carry these around with me. You know where this would be really good? 
in airports where I feel like it's kind of hard to get the proper utensils. But if they just have like sporks and particularly finger sporks around, that would be really useful. So this did much like um, Top Gun stirred up a lot of nostalgia for me <laughs> for the death of Goose. Okay. This did stir up a lot of nostalgia for me about sporks. Sporks oh. are no longer part of our life. And, it's then the, true. And, and KFC was like, hey, remember the spork? The finger part, unnecessary. But I didn't realize how much I missed the spork in the spork experience, much like I didn't realize how much I was emotionally affected by the death of Goose when I was a child. Well, I'm just wondering when you were using sporks. Like, what was like peak spork for you? Oh, whoa. That was the goat. Are you serious? Yeah. Every day at school for, with school lunch came with a spork. Oh, because you got lunch at school. Like yeah. you ate. You didn't you get lunch ate. at school? No, never. My Are dad made my lunch. My dad made my lunch for me every day. Wow. <laughs> like literally every, every, day. every day. Yeah. Until I was like in 11th grade. He made me a sandwich. Wow. Ham Ham and cheese on white bread with tomato and mayonnaise, sometimes tuna, usually ham and cheese. Wait a second. We're getting somewhere with this. <laughs> We're getting somewhere with this. For uh, people that listen to the show every week, you understand that Juliet likes her sandwiches, especially her mayonnaise sandwiches, to marinate so all of the ingredients congeal. And now we're learning that she had a sort of a... a like, a formative uh, experience. Yeah, exactly. So yeah. that was Monday through Friday. Now this all makes sense. This is yeah. therapy. I not like, now I understand why you like your sandwiches to age. Why you like your sandwiches to breathe, yeah. like a like a yeah, bottle exactly. of wine that you pour exactly. with the cancer. It's like a, the sam a fresh sandwich. No, no, no. But a sandwich that the ingredients have a chance to mingle and mix and get to know each other. Yeah. That's a good that's sandwich. The best kind. That makes perfect sense. Yeah, also, I literally, I literally had it every day for ten years, like from ages like five to fifteen. <laughs> I, I'm, I can't confirm this. I know that Victoria Dowling, my mother, is a, a an avid food listener, but I believe she made my brother Peter a peanut butter and jelly until he was like at least 17 every single day. <laughs> well, that sounds great. That's you know, I also love peanut butter and jelly. Great, great sandwich. But uh, yeah, sporks aren't really in my life, but I like them. I, I associate them with like a thermos. Remember old school thermoses that used to have like a metal spork? <laughs> Again, hard no. <laughs> hard no. <laughs> it seems like we've had very different just a generational and just a geographical well, growing up experiences. Well, you weren't that far away in Amherst, Massachusetts. What was your favorite like childhood lunch? Well, childhood lunch, there's many different phases. Okay. Um, I was a, a big fan of the Sloppy Joe when I okay. was in elementary school. And then once you get into like that junior high, high school phase, lunch turned into like... Um, it, it turned into like like a prison style bartering system where I just remember constantly trying to find a dime or a quarter or a nickel so I could hit the vending machine to get the unhealthy stuff. <laughs> so if, if you could just get your budget up to like 85 cents, you'd get yourself something really good from the vending machine. But my, my favorite thing I ever had was the half chocolate, half vanilla ice cream with the peel off top and the wooden... I can't even call it a spoon. The wooden utensil looks like an hourglass that you would eat it with. That is oh my, my favorite item. Wow. Lunch. You know, we are really different. I was just thinking as you were telling the story about, say, like money, I used to get like an allowance, like, you know, like $5 a week or whatever. And when I was really like a young kid, 
in addition to the sandwiches my dad would make me, I would save my allowance so that once a week I could buy a bodega sandwich for myself like, after school. Wow. <laughs> would you get the exact same sandwich? Just yes. not made by your dad? <laughs> yes. <laughs> but would you eat it immediately? Yeah. I was like before okay. my before like my after school, my babysitter used to take me there and I would get it on eight, at 85th in Amsterdam. I like fucking love a deli sandwich. <laughs> Who doesn't? Who doesn't? <laughs> Let's move on. Next story. Ooh, hold on. Before you go to the next story, you could transition nicely into one of our stories. Why don't it you involves, just take take us away? It involves our um, nightlife-obsessed, celebrity-obsessed mayor, Eric <laughs> Adams. Okay. Eric Adams is just always on one. I don't think he He's became... He's outside. I don't think I he became mayor for, for the comedy, but there's a lot of comedy. Like, too much, perhaps. Uh, Eric Adams is basically saying, you know what? You will get a spork and you will like it. People are complaining about some of the lunches at the New York City mm-hmm. school system, particularly at this one high school in Queens, which is being documented on Instagram. <laughs> and this is what Eric Adams had to say. How about them doing an Instagram of our children dying? How about looking at what food is actually doing to our children? We have to ignore the noise and stay focused on the mission. <laughs> he said. The first I hate one- to laugh, but it's impossible not to. The first wave, people are going to say, okay, I'm not getting my taste buds because you're making a transfer- transformation in your taste buds. We're going to learn with these tasks with our children. We should not be leaning into that Instagram of those small number of people who are the loudest. He's just saying no to these these students in Queens. <laughs> so you, so you, you, you read that and you're like, you know what? I'm curious. Let me look at the pictures. It looks bad. It's, it looks bad. <laughs> really bad. Like really, but really bad. I will say my high school cafeteria, though I always brought lunch, had really good cake. That was like something that I always wanted to have. But this just looks terrible. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't want to eat any about of this. Eric Adams, for people that don't live in New York and aren't obsessed with Eric Adams, the previous story I read from Eric Adams today was a picture of Eric Adams and a rapper. And the caption was, Eric Adams spends his birthday at a club with French Montana. That's all you need to know <laughs> about Eric Adams. And he's outside. He's like, he's like, he's like he also a said, club. he said, yeah. And he said he goes to the club to show celebrities that, and, and people in general, that's okay to go out again and to like go back to doing what you want. Like he's doing it. Yeah, he's going maybe, partying to help the city. Okay. Maybe once a month, get, get that done. But he's out like three or four times a week. It, and, oh. Yeah. These these lunches are bad. So he's like, hey, vocal minority, but it's hard to argue with the actual pictures of the actual lunch. It's like <laughs> someone put an Instagram filter, but instead of making their eyes look bigger and their nose look smaller, every food item just looks brown. It's very hard for me to reject like a, a grilled cheese or a cheese sandwich, but like one of these grilled cheeses looks so gross. It reminds me of the grilled cheese they're making on Below Deck Sailing Yacht in this week's episode, if you watch that. Um don't ever ask me if I watch Below Deck Sailing Yacht ever again. But it's the sheen on the cheese in the picture. It's it, disgusting. The cheese in the picture, it's so reflective and shiny. It's like, it's like a, it looks like a, a car detailer just got out of out of a buffing. It's like they didn't take the plastic off the, the Kraft macaroni yes. cheese single. Great, great description, it, Julia, for our podcast listeners that can't see this. <laughs> it was on page six. You can check it out. Next, one more story from page six, actually. 
Jennifer Aniston, I don't know if you're aware of this, Jacoby, but there is a there's a salad on TikTok that's really popular called the Jennifer Aniston salad, essentially. <laughs> and of course, I'm aware of this. What is in it is bulgur, diced cu- cucumbers, parsley, mint, red onion, chickpeas, crumbled feta cheese, and chopped pistachios. However, Jennifer Aniston has said she has never had this salad. Never had it. Never. <laughs> never had it. <laughs> And you know what? If I was Jennifer Aniston, whether I had it or not, I would distance myself from this salad because it doesn't look good and I can't imagine it being good. No, I don't like... I like some greens in salad, but this just like... This is too healthy. Like in the 90s, people weren't eating this. They were just like not eating if they're going healthy. They weren't having yeah, I mean, like, like bulgur salads. And she was having it all the time. And it reminded me of the Anna Wintour lunch, which mm. in comparison looks a lot more delicious. And way more decadent. Yeah, yes. Oh my God. I mean, I I would definitely choose a palm lunch, even though what she ordered was insane. I w- I'm still thinking about all the plates piled up at the Condé Nast office. I am too. And who needs to clean them? However, in the same article at the end, Jennifer Aniston establishes the real Jennifer Aniston salad. Would you like to tell us what it is? Well, I can't read it because I'm on a Zoom with you, <laughs> using my phone as a microphone. <laughs> I'll tell you what it is. The real Jennifer Aniston salad is shredded lettuce, chicken, egg whites, and a couple of garbanzo beans, bacon, and a basic vinaigrette. That's like a pretty normal person salad. It's a normal person salad. Not a lot of vegetables. Ve- light yeah. on the veggies. Which I love. I love a salad light yeah. on vegetables because I too like that. But a good crunch and mush, a lot of protein. I was into the real Jennifer Aniston salad. Yeah, that sounds better to me. I like chickpeas, so that sounds good. I like chickpeas as well. Next, we're going out to see Jacoby. There was a restaurant on a ship. It was a floating restaurant. It's called Jumbo Floating Restaurant. It was in Hong Kong. It was recently sent out onto the water. It was a three-story vessel, the exterior of which was styled after a Chinese imperial palace last Tuesday, so like 10 days ago. Tugboats brought it out into the water after half a century of being like on on shore. And very shortly thereafter, it sank a thousand meters. It sank down a thousand meters. This is this I didn't this is apparently like a huge landmark. Like this is like a, a big deal in Hong Kong. I went to Hong Kong for one night. I didn't see it. However, this is a sad story. Because this was a landmark. It seats 2,000 people. It was one of the like, most important sort of like gems of the city. And because of the pandemic, and not to make it political, the strict restrictions in Hong yeah. Kong. And the changing of the money. city. They couldn't have anyone come in as an angel investor to save it. So they were tugboating it away out of the bay where it's been forever on this dock. But it was going to an undisclosed location, which I find interesting. <laughs> where well, was it going? I don't know. I think, I mean, also there's a lot going on in Hong Kong with um, the way the city is changing under Chinese rule versus British rule. And so mm-hmm. who, there's a lot of just stuff we, we don't have a lot of uh, insight into. But, or expertise, let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. completely. <laughs> completely. But we're not even food experts. We're barely food experts. We're <laughs> certainly not engineers. So don't ask us. But where was it going? Unclear. It is like Unclear. A, I think, Undisclosed. <laughs> A disclosed location. <laughs> it's pretty sad, though. Also, it looks really pretty. I I can't believe it. Just it's under the under the sea. It's gone the way of the Titanic. It, it is sad. One thing I really liked about it. It wasn't just one boat. It was like a uh, like a half dozen boats. There was a kitchen boat. There was like a a supply boat. There was many boats. 
And they had like a little time-lapse video of it going away. And I kept, I watched it three <laughs> times because I wanted to see it sink, but it didn't, that, it, the sinking wasn't part of the <laughs> No, the sinking happened a little bit later. <laughs> All right, moving on to an article from Delish. You can now get a wedding cake that is basically just lobster rolls. First of all. No, no you can't. <laughs> no, you can't. My, My Seafood, which is a company I've never heard of, in partnership with the Maine Lobster Marketing Collaborative, has just released their stunning Maine Lobster Roll wedding cake. However, it's not a cake. Basically, it's just a pile. It's a a nice display of lobster rolls around a cake. Yeah. And and how many comes on the cake? 24. (laughs) And if you have 24 people at your wedding, it's definitely like your fourth wedding. You know oh my I mean? god! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like that's not. And, and how many? Also, and, and who wants who wants lobster rolls that were put together weeks ago and then shipped to you? So gross. Who wants that? <laughs> it's so so gross. Um, side note: I was on Cape Cod a few days ago. Lobster rolls are forty dollars right now because lobsters. No, like, I swear that's how much it was no. right now because like, they said it was like a really hard season. They don't have a lot of lobster. Supply chain issues on the bottom of the ocean. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> I think everybody just blames supply chain issues for everything so they can raise prices. You're trying to tell me there's less crustaceans crawling around the bottom of the ocean now than there were in previous years? Maybe like fewer fishermen. I don't know. We didn't get into it because I was so shocked. It's just hard, hard to understand. But these prices, therefore, of the of the main lobster roll wedding cake for 24 $854. That's a lot. <laughs> I mean, people blow a lot of money on weddings, but let's <laughs> say you have a hundred people there. It's like, cool. Um, uh, we've got a three $3,500 um, lobster roll <laughs> wedding cake budget. What? Imagine attending the wedding and, and you're in, in uh, Nebraska. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, we, we ship these in from Maine. And I know that you like the ingredients in your sandwiches to congeal and get to know each other. I do not want something shipped from Maine that is lobster and mayonnaise and then presented to me as if it is fresh. Ten <laughs> Me neither. Uh, although I would probably still eat it. Let's move on. Booze news. Gucci is introducing a pre-made cocktail. And the bottle is really, really pretty. Um... <laughs> It's called Elisa de Licrisio. It's a collector's cocktail co-created with Giorgio Bargiani. He's the assistant director of mixology at London's Connaught Bar. It's a luxury object in every sense of the word. It's a 500 milliliter glass bottle. It looks beautiful. It encourages you to um, have it basically any way possible. It could be bubbly. It could be uh, on um, ice. You can really have it whatever way you want. There's a whole website giving you some directions of, of, you know, how you might enjoy it. It looks really pretty. I'd like to have it on my shelf. I'm glad you said that because this is one of those stories that completely won me over. Mm-hmm. At first, I was like, why would anyone want a Gucci high noon? That's what this is, basically. Yeah. Right? It's like, yeah. why would anyone want a Gucci White Claw? And you look at the bottle, and you're like, hmm, it looks nice. It's kind of like a Crown Royal bottle, but yeah, like, pretty. you know, lavish. And then I started reading about it and I was like, you know what? Why do I want one of these? There's something about these luxury brands that just like make you want their stuff. I'm it sure just, it's it, yeah. super expensive. I guess what 500 milliliters is probably about, I'm going to say 20 ounces, something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, why do I want this thing, Juliet? Put me on the therapy I don't know. couch. 
Why do yeah. I want this thing? Why do you want this thing? I, I actually don't. I think it probably tastes gross. Also, I can't really tell what's in it. Like, I maybe I'm just like unfamiliar with many of these liquors, but there's not a ton of information about what it actually tastes like. I'm assuming it's kind of like flowery or whatever, but I think it looks pretty and it's Gucci. Like, who doesn't want to say they're having a Gucci cocktail? That's dope. You, you make a great point. I read this article top to bottom. No information about what's inside yeah. the bottle. Yeah. Just the assistant director of like, cocktails at some bar in London. Yeah. But they couldn't get the director of cocktails to do this. He was he delegated this, the Gucci cocktail. <laughs> yeah. Like there's no, there's just like no more information about what's actually in it. But also I have to say my bar for pre-made cocktails is now really high because I had more of the social hour cocktails. Remember we had that sun kiss fizz or whatever a few months ago. Of course I do. I had a couple more of them and they're really good. I had one that was like a rosé cocktail. Like I'm now like, oh, the, there now is a pretty high bar. So I I'm doubtful this can really make it into what I'm what I'm going to have in my rotation this summer. But I'll give it a let shot me, if I'm not paying for it. Let me give you it. a counterpoint. This is okay. not a cocktail. This is a home decor item. Mm, yeah. Like, you know how like everyone has those little like boxes where they display things. Yeah. Put little like tchotchkes and trinkets. This would be a really nice sort of bottle for one of those. Yes, that does that does look like it would be a very pretty like behind you on your zooms and whatnot. Just make a part of your your landscape behind you. Exactly. Right. Um, should we go into our taste test? I'm excited about this one. I am too. It's ice cream season, people. We're gonna try some new ice cream. This episode is brought to you by Jiffy Lube. Cars can be a big investment, so it's important to take care of them. I once got a car that I started out with 25,000 miles on. I got it to over 200,000 miles because I took care of it. You know how you take care of a car? You take care of the maintenance, the oil, the brakes, all that stuff. And if you don't, you can have a car just completely fall apart. When your car needs maintenance, head to Jiffy Lube. They provide automotive excellence at speed. Get your oil changed, brakes checked, tons of other multi-care services. It's all done by expertly trained technicians who actually care about taking care of you and your car. Jiffy Lube, car more. To find coupons and start an instant online estimate, visit jiffylube.com. This episode is brought to you by Thomas's. Thomas's presents Technique with Tom. Slicing an English muffin with a butter blade? Boulder Dash. Just pull apart with your hands and marvel in the nooks and crannies splendor. For each one is unique like a snowflake. Thomas's. Huzzah! A toast to breakfast. This episode is brought to you by Cars.com. When you add your car to your garage on Cars.com, you'll unlock access to real-time insights into how much your car is worth. Plus, view its historical and projected value to decide when to sell. So when the time is right, you can secure an instant offer from a local dealership or sell it yourself on cars.com. Start tracking your car's value with your garage on cars.com. All right. We are trying two different kinds of uh, cookie popsicles. What do you call this, Jacoby? Uh, duets, just it's like this duet. podcast sure. is a duet between us. This is a, a, <laughs> a, a, a ice cream popsicle duet from Magnum. I expected it to be bigger with that kind of branding, but sure. 
<laughs> Mine's a cookie duet. It's vanilla ice cream with a chocolate ganache swirl, fully dipped in white chocolate with dark chocolate cookie pieces and half dipped in milk chocolate. I'm going to tell you, I'm really excited about this. Like, I think I could really like it. Um, I also, it's like an ice cream bar. I guess that's what normal people would call it. I don't know. I had such a hard time with that. That's what I called it. Yes. <laughs> It also says it on the box. I just happened to have right missed there. it. Yeah, yep. Ice cream bars <laughs> in big letters. There you go. Which, what are you having? I'm having, you eat yours exactly. Uh, okay. The chocolate duet. This is a vanilla ice cream with raspberry swirl, fully mm. dipped in white chocolate, half dipped in milk chocolate. So it, it's important mm. to understand that it's fully dipped in white chocolate, half dipped in milk chocolate. So you get a double dip at the top, which is obviously your first bite which I'm going to have right now while you explain how your ganache was. is delicious. Wow. I don't even know. It just tastes like really high-quality ice cream, like better than you usually get out of the freezer. And the chocolate, I don't usually love white chocolate, but it goes really well with this mixture. Also, this item is 240 calories. It's not a small serving. I think that's pretty good. I think that's a good use of your 240 for your dessert. How's yours, Jacobs? I have a couple notes. Mmm. Okay. Not enough raspberry swirl. Mm. I'm mm. getting like, I expected the raspberry to, to be one of the major flavors that I'm experiencing. But if you gave this to me and blindfolded me, I would say that it's vanilla ice cream dipped in chocolate. Mm. Which is good too. It's good, but I would like a little more raspberry. Not much advertised. Um, Ex- yeah. The bottom half of mine has more of like an Oreo coating on it. I think as a journalist, you should probably eat the whole thing. You know what I mean? As a journalist. I mean, mean, as a sweets lover, how am I not going to eat the whole thing? I mean, I'm like (laughs) really going at it. For some reason, I don't feel the same nerves that I often do when we're having like weird foods. This is pretty good though. Like I'd recommend it if you see it in the grocery store. It's also like a crowd pleaser. I feel like people will just like this. It might not be the best thing they've ever had, but like if you're having a birthday party for a kid or just like a July 4th cookout, this would be great for dessert. Yes. Ice cream pops, I think, are underutilized because they're a finger food. Because ice cream, there's bowls and spoons and scooping. There's a lot. You know, it's just like logistically, these are good for a group. Even if you're having like a dinner party, no one's going to be upset if you're just like, oh, hey, I'm going to clear the plates and come back with some ice cream pops. You know, no, everyone would be so happy. When you go with a crowd pleaser at a dinner party, people just get so excited. <laughs> yeah. they really do like I love going to a party and they just have like pigs in a blanket and like mini quiche for cocktail <laughs> I was hour. thinking the same thing everybody <laughs> just gets pigs in a blanket those little tiny meatballs it's just like it's, it's, it's all great. the time but you're just so and you're happy, so to, happy to be there yeah oh, and it always, oh, you, hit, always you hits you put it on a cutting board and there's a little a tiny bowl full of mustard this is amazing thank you so much yeah it's like so cute and you're like it's like old timey, also not that expensive because hosting can be really expensive. So that's great. Mm, good point. Let's move on to our personal food news. I was really excited to share mine with you. So can I go first? Of course you can. For Father's Day, my father selected the Odeon for brunch. I know that you frequent the Odeon. I love the Odeon. I, I know might you be do. There every week. My mother ordered granola. I was going to order granola as well, but I couldn't what, have what two time of is us. This? It was like one thirty. I couldn't have granola with like yogurt or whatever. It was a Sunday. I couldn't have two of us at the table ordering granola and yogurt at Odeon. Like that just was like so outrageous. So I didn't do it. 
However, I tasted hers. If you're wondering what I had, I had the salmon plate, smoked salmon on a bagel. It was good. Very much wondering what you had. Thank you for adding that. The granola was out of this world. It was so good. I was like, wow, this is amazing granola. And then the dessert menu came. And on the dessert menu, one of the things you can purchase, order, is like package to go Odeon granola. And so I bought it. It was 15 fucking dollars. Yes, I paid $15 for granola. <laughs> I have a lot of questions about this. But it was so good. And I've had it. I've been having it for the several days since. And it's just like, I've had it with yogurt. I've had it with milk. I've had it for breakfast. I've had it for a snack. It's like maybe the best granola I've ever had. Okay. A couple things. Number one, <laughs> ordering like a granola parfait afternoon is insane. Yes. It's absolutely insane. However, I would well, never criticize Betty Jane. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> Secondly, if someone comes around and they have a separate menu for the dessert menu, if I remember. Yes, they do. It's correct. If someone, you, you shouldn't have like to go items like, like your <laughs> store on your dessert I loved menu. It. It was I loved just it. Like, oh, by the way, <laughs> if you want something for dessert, we have cakes, we have ice creams, we have sorbets. We have we have a moose, we have a tiramisu, and we have a bag of granola that you can walk out of the door with. I just feel like that's a different <laughs> menu. Yeah. Also, it's like, what is this? Like a like a fish shack where, on the beach where you're buying a t-shirt plus your ice cream or something? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was super weird. Also, I follow the goings-ons of all Keith McNally restaurants, past um, and present. You know that I'm at a Keith McNally restaurant three days a week. Yeah, of course I know that. And so I did not know that the Odeon was known for its granola. I'm just like, do people know this? Like, do other people go there and buy it? I need to investigate. But I loved it. And I want to recommend it to you because I know you love the Odeon. I love a food news follow-up story. (laughs) Next time I'm at the Odeon, I will purchase the granola and I will let you know what I think about it. Thank you so much. I can't wait to discuss. I can't wait either. My personal food news, I wanted to tie into two stories that we have in the rundown today. Okay. My son Hope Quincy I included them. Loves transportation, planes, trains, buses, ferries. That thing that takes you to Ro- Roosevelt Island is a huge hit. So one day, I want to do some father son time. We rode our bikes up to something that I see often when I drive on the West Side Highway the Floating Lobster Restaurant. R.I.P. Oh, how was that? R.I.P. to the the jumbo the jumbo house or whatever it's called in Hong Kong, and yeah. the lobster the lobster cake. I wanted to combine those two things, so it was a lovely experience. Two minutes. I ordered the lobster. Okay. He ordered a lobster. It's a nice like one ninety minute cruise up and down the Hudson River. Oh my god, this sounds awesome. Just if. If you go to do this, just understand the food is like not a priority. <laughs> what did Quincy think? Was it like does he want food to be a priority or is it just it's just the activity? It's the transportation. But it was a lovely okay, so experience. I recommend that sounds great. this. But I would How think much it, is it? I would think of it more of a floating bar than a floating restaurant. Let's just say that. Okay. Okay. No. You have to go in with How low expectations it? for the food. You know, I ordered a lobster. He ordered a lobster, which I think is the most expensive thing on the menu. So probably ran so us So that's about, like 70 bucks already. Yeah, I think it ran us about, you know, 140 or whatever. Is there an entrance fee, though? Like, do no. you have to like, pay to get on? No. Really? It's a restaurant. Wow. It's a restaurant. Wow. Yeah. Oh, cool. It was great. It was okay. a beautiful day. 
you know, that wonderful awesome. views of, of both sides, both New Jersey and the Manhattan skyline. And it was a wonderful okay. time and he really enjoyed it. So okay. I recommend they also just launched this summer, a taco boat. So if you're not feeling lobster, what? wait, what? Taco yeah, boat? There's a taco I'm boat in. on the same pier. So I think taco would oh, be a better experience. So it's going to be more like margarita and like carnitas vibes than like lobsters and IPAs. So if you want to go like, news field trip. Yeah. If you want to go to New England with that, whoa, new segment. I love that. <laughs> I already see you once a week though, Juliet. I don't know. <laughs> 30 seconds. Well, on that note, let's wrap it up because I think you've gotten your fill of me. I hope you have too, listener. Thank you so much to Devin Manzi for producing this episode. No Mike Wargon today because it's his birthday. It's Mike's birthday. Happy, Happy birthday, birthday, Mike. Mike Wargon. Food uh, News is nothing without you. And we appreciate all the effort that you put into this because we used to actually do the work in the previous iteration. I know. News, and now Mike does it all. It's great. And it's dope. <laughs> Thanks so much, everybody. Have a great week and have some ice cream. It's summer. This episode is brought to you by State Farm. You might say all kinds of stuff when things go wrong, but these are the words you really need to remember. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. They've got options to fit your unique insurance needs, meaning you can talk to your agent to choose the coverage you need, have coverage options to protect the things you value most, file a claim right on the State Farm mobile app, and even reach a real person when you need to talk to someone. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.